reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cop. What's going on, everyone? We are here to talk about a Disney movie that's all about a fractured kingdom, a clash of clans, and one hero who must bring it all together. No, I'm not talking about Pixar's Brave. I'm not talking about Marvel's Black Panther. And I'm definitely not talking about Disney's Nutcracker in the Four Realms. We are talking about the newest Walt Disney animated picture. It's Raya and the Last Dragon. Kyle, we just have both seen this movie. And uh, man, I'm so eager to talk about it. Yeah, totally. It's nice that we were able to see this uh, on its release date, essentially. You know, we, we this is the day after it came out that we're recording this. So to be able to watch these movies uh, as the world's opening up or from our, the comfort of our couches has been really nice. And I'm I'm also very excited to talk about this because uh, I, I do. I have some thoughts. So we've had Raya on our radar for a while. Yep. Pretty much since the beginning of the podcast. We didn't have a whole lot of details on it. All we really knew was that it existed. So I'm in New York City. Theaters just opened up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to to brave this experience (laughs) for Raya. So it, it was my first time back in a movie theater in over a year since Onward. Onward was the wow. last movie I saw in theaters. Wow. So I, I, was, I was hoping for a better experience, a uh, movie experience. It was an interesting sensation going back into the theater. Uh, you, you know me, I'm, I'm Mr. Pro Premier Access guy uh, totally. who sort of hates the movie theater. But <laughs> I will say it was cool to feel like i was 100 percent invested in watching a movie right again right where right, right. i wasn't like maybe distracted or only kind of like half committed to it i was fully in on this uh and it had 100 percent of my attention so it, it kind of felt good to get into the zone for yeah. a movie again <laughs> i i kind of had to like coach myself through movie theater etiquette <laughs> like <laughs> on my walk to the theater I had Movie Pass in 2016, and uh, I was like a I was like a movie theater pro. I would go by myself, roll mm-hmm. up right on time. I, I felt like I was getting ready for for a sporting event or something. I'm like, here right. we go, I'm in the zone. And I walk in there last night. I feel like a rookie all over again. No man. Uh, at at one point during the movie, I wanted to like check the cast list of the movie, right. and I'm like, shoot, I can't do that. I can't take my phone out. So that was kind of frustrating. Uh, as far as like the quality, the picture quality, I was a little bit disappointed. It was huh. very grainy. So, oh. you know, the animation in this is obviously like next level amazing, but I felt kind of like I didn't get my money's worth for it because I don't know if it had to do with the projector bulb or something, but it just had this graininess to it. It wasn't super sharp. And that was kind of disappointing. I feel like I, I almost would have got a better visual experience if I had stayed at home and watched on my 4K TV. Right. Which is usually not the case. Usually, like, you get better picture quality in the theater. I don't know. Huh. So that was disappointing. And Kyle, you stayed home and you watched it in your living room. I did. I uh, had planned on watching it Saturday night and ended up not. So I watched it today, which is Sunday. Sunday morning, I uh, woke up and bought Premiere Access for me and all the homies that share that account. And I, uh, it was interesting because I had a very true watch from home experience today i woke up went on the couch 
uh, my girlfriend Nina went to like a brunch or something in a park with with friends. And so I was like, I have to record this episode today. So I'm going to watch this movie without you. And then I'll rewatch it with you at a later date. So I started watching it. I have a pretty good sound system. Uh, I have a pretty nice TV. So it it was I didn't have that quality issue and the sound was great. I, I'm a big the sound needs to be awesome guy when watching these movies. So, uh, yeah, it, I was I was tucked in, ready to go. I got halfway through the movie and then Nina walked in through the front door and I was I hit pause and I was like, what? <laughs> You're already back. And she's like, yeah how far are you in? And I was like, I'm like at the halfway point. And she's like, okay. And like sat on the couch. I was like, all right, I guess I'm starting this over. So I got to watch the the first 50 minutes twice back to back before continuing on with the movie. So it was a true at home experience. Um, I'm pretty good at giving movies my full attention when I watch them from home. I tend to like put the phone away, uh, turn it upside down. Like I I really want to watch it, especially if I know I'm going to be talking about it sure. <laughs> very soon yeah, after. Yeah. Um, but I also don't want to miss out because like that's the thing I do miss about theaters is like you're you're completely engulfed in in that watching experience. And I try to replicate that for myself just from the comfort of my own home. So, uh, yeah, it was just the same as like watching Mulan and watching Soul and all these movies that have come out on the platform. Uh, just this time it was at night. I watched it in the morning and it was pretty relaxing. It was a good, good way, I think, to start my day. So you're like very fresh. <laughs> like the movie just ended for you and I yes. had the night to think about it. So what is your initial reaction? What are your overall thoughts on this movie? Yeah. So I, my expectations going into this were fairly middle of the road, if not low. Uh, same, if you're same. in if you're in the Mouse Madness Discord, I think I posted a couple weeks ago when we got another teaser of this movie that I was a little worried about it because it was showing, I think, like the the baby and the monkeys. And I was like, man, we're gonna get some really dumb sidekicks. And the the jokes didn't seem to land in the trailer. And I still just didn't know what this movie was going to be about. So I tried to manage my expectations in the sense that I didn't really want to have very many, but my hopes were not super high. So after watching it one and a half times, I uh, I can say that I was very pleasantly surprised. It was unlike anything that I had expected. I didn't really think that we were going to get this kind of like world building uh, movie out of this. Uh, I have some thoughts on some of the characters, but overall, I I liked it. It's not one that I'm like, itching to go back and watch anytime soon but i think that if i wanted like a good solid movie night with family or with friends like this is a great option to put on because it has i feel like a little something for everyone um in this movie and so i think if i were to give it like an out of 10 scale let's say or you know what there are six six gem pieces right six pieces of this dragon stone so out of six uh i would probably give it like a 4.8 or a 5. Like I think I I'm scaling towards that that perfect score, but there were things that I was not too hot on. So Sure. Uh yeah, I I was the same as you. I was sitting in the movie theater, leaned over to Julia and I was like, "All right, 
buckle up. <laughs> How, how's this going to go down? How's it going to go down? And she was like, I think it's going to be bad. And I was like, I think it's going to be so bad. It's good. I had okay. resolved to hating it already. Mm-hmm. And I was planning on like hate watching this movie. And after all was said and done, I'm like you, I would say it's a top middle tier Disney movie or totally. like a lower top tier Disney movie. Uh, in terms of like it's good in terms of like my personal enjoyment of it mm-hmm. i would say other than tangled frozen frozen 2 and brave it's probably my favorite disney or pixar movie since 2010 wow yeah wow. i liked it more than moana any of the wreck it ralphs any of the cars and ups any of that stuff i really enjoyed this movie a lot and and i'm looking forward to breaking it all down so let's start off with some things that were really working for you in Raya. World building, Chris. I yes. absolutely yes. loved the time that they spent to build this dragon kingdom world um, without making it feel like they were investing too much time or too little time into each place. Yes. Not only yes. did they like, exactly. they helped remind us constantly by like re-describing each place uh, from the different perspectives of the different people. Like we learned about why this nation was fractured three times before like the journey got deep. So you were already, you knew exactly what was going on, which is so important for these sort of like action adventure movies. Um, They did it better than what Frozen 2 attempted to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they Frozen 2 built that extra kingdom world very well, but Raya and the Last Dragon definitely did. So I think that's that's one major one for me. And then two, I just really, really enjoyed Raya's character like a lot. It, she felt real um, in this hero's journey that she has and that a lot of our Disney heroes have. They always have like a, a mess up, a slip up that jeopardizes the entire adventure um and it often is a little exaggerated or over dramatic but raya's slip up of just not feeling like she can trust people in the end like that feels just so relatable it wasn't like she she goofed and and tried to do too much she just like had these awful experiences and didn't know how to learn from them. And that just felt super relatable. So I like her character just being driven, awesome, not overly goofy on a mission and like extremely relatable. I was so, so thankful for that. <laughs> like I I was like, cause some some as much as I absolutely love Moana, some of like Moana's character traits make her a little too over exaggeratedly cartoonish while with raya she felt real and like somebody that you might know or want to root on in a uh in a journey like this so those were the two like major big things i really liked about this movie and in our best heroes bracket the first bracket the og we were down to moana and mulan in the finals and uh that was before we had tiebreaker hosts so we were just going back and (laughs) forth with one another Uh, but the thing that we loved about Mulan was that she had this external battle, but also had an internal battle she was fighting as well. And a lot of that was present in Raya. And a lot of people are comparing Moana to Raya. And I'm like, I'm 
I almost see like some more Mulan in her because she's got multiple things she's battling here. She's growing mm-hmm. as a person and also solving this this big problem. Yeah, the world building, I agree. I especially love the the geography aspect of it and building the kingdom around yes. this like river helps mm-hmm. me as a visual learner <laughs> a lot. Cause like you said, this frozen two thing, you just you lose your sense of space so easily. Yeah. Um things like uh Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones and any like RPG video game. I love looking at the map and being like, okay. They actually have taken the time to like space things out here. Mm-hmm. That was an awesome touch in Raya. And like you said, they didn't even spend that much time on it. Like it was only just a couple of little shots here and there. Loved the title cards they put on the screen every time they got to a new place. Oh, dude. So good. I want like travel postcards from each place. Yes. Now, you know? Yes. Oh, those are good. And and it wasn't like a little like lower third in the bottom part of the screen it was like very pronounced i think there was an audio cue associated each time as well yep so not only did you clearly know where you were but if for some reason you might have spaced out for a second it like it like wakes you back up you're like okay new chapter yes we're on we're on a Reset. new part of the movie i can i can read all right refocus yep um and like you said all the areas felt so distinct um, at first I was a little bit concerned with the hero's journey. It felt a little bit Wizard of Ozzy to me. Like, okay. oh, let's pick up another character along the way. Mm-hmm. Literally the plot of the FEC staff was, show in 2014. <laughs> I was like, say, yeah. Find gems and pick up friends along the way. <laughs> but uh I, I made a comparison in my head during the movie that like when when it clicked, I was like, Oh, that's actually a really cool comparison. It's not a Disney movie, but it's a Disney thing. And that thing is Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yes. Where you go from level to level, you beat the level, and then you collect someone Mm -hmm. to join your crew. And then now they're a playable character. Yeah. Comparing it to that, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Square Enix, same company who does Final Fantasy. So I was like, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy. It's got that kind of thing going on. And on that note, one thing that really worked for me was the cast of characters. Very, like, quirky and colorful. Yes. Not your typical, like, group of heroes. It was just, like, a ragtag team of weird misfits. Mm -hmm. They make the Guardians of the Galaxy look like a church choir. Right. Totally. (laughs) They're all, like, similar compared to, like, the, the group that's assembled in Riot. Yeah. Loved loved the different types of characters there. I would say my favorite probably Boone, the little kid with the shrimping yeah, vessel. I, I thought when we got introduced to him that I was going to hate him. Yes, and it turned out exactly. that like I ended up loving him. He was just so good. Yeah, so like the um, con baby was great. Uh, <laughs> even even that like the old guy, the um, the the dude from um, Spine. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was like kind of a phony. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, great. Um, speaking of guys, not a whole lot of like classic dude macho characters in this movie. No. Um, there were two himbos. I love a good himbo. <laughs> Here we go. The like beefiest himbo guy is Ba, uh-huh. Raya's dad. He's like he's a juicy dude <laughs> and super nice. Um, the other dude I liked is the guy with the flowers. 
who oh, yeah. uh, uh, wasn't the guy she was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> just like a random flower dude guy. Who yeah. was like, stupid flower guy. Yeah. Uh, that that was the only part in the movie where I laughed out loud is when <laughs> like he turned around and was like, what? Yeah, it's total <laughs> like surfer guy. bro accent. Let's talk about food. Um, I think there's a very clear overarching theme in this movie of like acceptance and also inheriting mistakes of your ancestors and like trying to reconcile that. It's very on the surface, very out there. I love it. It's great. I don't think we really need to talk about it a whole lot because it's obviously good. But this food thing is kind of like an underlying theme that mm-hmm. I had forgotten about. Raya and her father make this little soup mixed up from all of the different kingdoms to like bring everyone together. And in the moment, I thought that was just kind of like a um, visual representation metaphor, of, right? Yeah. Uh, of this conversation they were having about like bringing different people together. But the fact that it comes back in the end was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And like these are the things that really don't take that much time away from a movie. But right. to get your characters in the end to sit down and have this meal, not only that, but to like provide a, a point of view shot of the thing that they're eating, mm-hmm. like that really helps drive that theme home. And when we look at movies like Princess and the Frog that we think can do more for cultural representation, this is an example of something that does it well. And I think that that food theme, what was even better about it was that it also mirrored Raya's journey as a as a person as well. So like right. the food thing broke her trust at the beginning. Everybody came together for food. And when that didn't work out, she meets up with her dragon, offers the dragon some dragon fruit, fruit jerky. And when they meet, Boone, she refuses to eat with Boone because she thinks that he's trying to poison her. So she's still just eating the jerky while uh, Sisu has completely trusted Boone and is eating. And it's not until they can all sit down and eat together and she can put the jerky away and have a, a meal with her crew that they all come together to trust each other to get the job done. So like, it was just a really cool mini storyline or just like a, a subliminal kind of messaging. Like until she breaks bread with these homies, like nothing's going to get solved. Like that's that was cool. I thought they did a fantastic job with that. Also, what I really liked about this movie, and I, I'm sorry that you weren't able to you know, experience like a, a high quality viewing of this movie, but the animation and camera work within that animation was so sick specifically during the like fighting scenes very heavily influenced from kung fu when she first battles her dad when we don't know that that's her dad at the very beginning and the camera is able to like zoom in on certain points of the action and we get to see uh uh when the tribes come in to break the gem uh the camera following the badass sword that Raya's dad has that like can unlink like a chain and it just swirls around with it. Phenomenal. And then the switch up in animation. Like sometimes that doesn't work out so well. They did it in Moana and uh, during Your Welcome, 
And it was like, okay, this kind of makes sense, but like you literally haven't done this at all in the rest of this movie. But with this movie, they do it at the beginning to explain like the the different tribes and the different uh, things that got them to where they are then. Uh, and then when Boone gives the plan of how to get that last gemstone back at the very end, they go to another slightly different animation style. Uh, and it's just so awesome. It's just so beautiful how they were able to do that. So animation is a huge plus for me. It always will be with these movie releases. It's always only going to get better. And I just love what they did with it here. Another way that I think they did a good job going the extra mile is with this uh, this Droon like tr- tragedy that has happened to everyone in all of the kingdoms. I loved the ambiguity of like everyone's fighting with one another, but also everyone kind of has uh-huh. something that they all can relate to each other on. Right. Um, it was a, a nice little touch and created some kind of like gray area for the conflicts that were happening on screen. And it was something that was like always there, but not always seen. And and Boone right. calls that out. And that's right. always, that's a, a great kind of like uh, uh, motivation for our heroes and, and for everyone else and why they're acting this way is because it's so unpredictable that they can't, not only are humans unpredictable in their actions, but this larger force is also unpredictable. So what they can do is come together as their own separate nations and just protect themselves because they can trust themselves to not be, you know, consumed by this evil, unpredictable force. It's cool. It was very smart. The last thing I want to talk about, I'm sorry I'm talking about so many good things. I no. don't often love a Disney movie, especially a new one. So I know. I want to like pleasantly surprised. It. Hey, go for it, man. <laughs> um, the comedy. I have a complicated relationship with comedy in animated films, but yeah. the comedy worked for me here. Uh, loved Aquafina's Sisu. Um, loved the baby stuff. Loved the Boone stuff. Sort of also loved the exploding fart beetle stuff. Of course. Um, of toilet course. humor, you know, it's hard to pull off, but it was it was interesting because it like was part of this fictional world that was created. And I'm like, who am I to judge? If you have created a beetle who explosion farts, like mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. that's just, it is. <laughs> it felt like subtle, but not at the same time. Yeah. Um. So those are all the things I loved about Raya. Uh, are you ready to move on to some things that didn't work out? Yeah. And I think that the comedy bit is a perfect way to segue because it did not <laughs> very, land with me very well. Uh, for a lot of the movie, specifically when Sisu first shows up um, and they really lean into Aquafina as a comedian in that moment. Yeah, and no, just, I agree with that. It felt so forced. And like, so here's also why it's interesting that we had these two different um, viewing parties for this movie, because in a theater... I would just be consumed and kind of roll my eyes and move on to the next part. But on my couch, I'm like just seething over the fact that they were trying to force these comedy beats into this like hero sidekick meetup. It just it it was like, you know what did you know who did it well was Mulan meeting Mushu. And it felt like they tried to replicate some of that here and it just wasn't landing. Yeah, for me. sure. So that felt 
not good. I didn't like that very much. Um, but the comedy isn't driving this movie. So that wasn't an, an issue throughout the entire thing for me. Um, and it did get better. Like Boone's quirkiness was fantastic. The, the big brutish dude from Spine was great. Um, I wasn't quite as hot on, on Con Baby as maybe you might have been. Uh, only because I just didn't care for Con Baby, I think is what it is. And <laughs> it also like what was really bugging me was it sounded like it was a grown person doing a baby voice instead of them just like getting a baby to do a baby voice. And so that I was just stuck on that and I couldn't let it go. So anytime that the baby would make any noise, I'm like, that sounds like a grown human. And that <laughs> bugs me a lot. That bugs me a lot. Because even like Monsters, Inc., the, the girl who plays Boo is, was a, a toddler, yeah. was a little kid. And yeah. so I, you yeah. know, it, it, that just bugged me. Um, but otherwise, like there's not a ton of negatives for me because the, the movie had just such great pacing that anything that was not good about it they moved on very quickly i guess one thing that didn't quite work for me was this like namari's mom the like queen of the um queen of fang it almost seemed like they were they were trying to they didn't know if they wanted to set her up as like an evil queen or as a like just another person who's given into this like not trusting others thing and protecting their own kingdom like at some points, specifically when Namari comes back after meeting Sisu for the first time, um, and the mom kind of like tries to convince her that it's it's not worth trying to come together. Like you need to protect our own. Look at the water. This is why we've built this place. Kind of felt like they were trying to make her the the big evil person, and I just don't think that was necessary. Um, again, that was just really my interpretation of that, and it might not have come across like that for everybody else, but. For me, it was just like, we already have so many villains and, and overarching, like, not great things that are influencing our character. I really hope that we don't need to spend time on, like, defeating also this queen to get that last gemstone. Luckily, we didn't, but that still felt like a weird detour for us to take. Um, so I think just those those beats and I, I've, you know... Right when those beetles started farting, I was like, Chris is loving Chris is loving this. <laughs> so I'm glad that they I'm glad that it landed for you. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you about the villain thing. I I I, I want to say I don't get the drones. Like I don't they're mm -hmm. just kind of a mythical force, faceless. Did you ever watch do you ever watch Lost? No. So in Lost, they didn't really know who the like bad guys were on this island like why they were there who brought them there why they why they were all chosen to be there and you're led to think that there's like this you know at one point it's a polar bear <laughs> and at one point it's uh, a group of like people already living on the island but then there's this part where john locke one of the characters encounters this like mystical smoke monster thing and it was exactly like the drones like and then they just didn't explain it from then on out <laughs> so i'm glad that at least like what it is in raya at least what i took from it is just like <laughs> this is a meme that we can tweet actually uh, <laughs> but, but it was it was like um what is what are drones if not hate persevering 
it, it felt like it was just like a metaphor for <laughs> intolerance. Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. consuming everybody. And it was a literal bad vibe that was <laughs> that was eating people up. It's it's a little hard when you're doing world building to to make it all work super clean in sure. in a in a 2 hour movie, you know? Totally. Um, totally. We might who knows, we might get five Raya movies and all of this stuff is explained. Um Right. But there were just a few moments for me where I kind of had to be confused and, and try to like reason the plot through. And Sure. Normally when I'm watching at home, I'll pause the movie and be like, wait a second, let me try and figure this out. Right. Did I miss something in the movie? And if I didn't, I'll just try and make it make sense in my head. Um, I kind of mentioned in the intro to this that like I'm kind of getting over the the fractured kingdom thing and, and the clash of mm-hmm. the clans thing. We've yeah. seen it often. I think this is probably the movie that does it best, but still uh, we see it seems like fairly frequently these days yeah i would agree i and i i do agree with you as well i think that they did it very well that was part of you know world building and why it worked here is that they didn't rely on us like having to in-depthly meet every character from every place and and learn more about their specific no the storytelling at the beginning told us who they are what's going on and then we can just meet one person and continue continue rolling that ball one like little nitpick, super nitpick thing for me. Uh, this is just like a a screenwriter, a screenwriter pet peeve, I guess. Voiceover narration in the first like two minutes of the movie, and then never again. Okay. It seems like a lot of movies do that. Hi, I'm Raya. This is my adventure, and then she never she never does a nar- narration ever again. Ah, okay. It's something that a lot of movies do. In the edit bay, they'll bring in the actor and be like, yo, we need you to come record some voiceover so that we can get this movie off the ground because we realized <laughs> that we totally botched the exposition. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's how it went down, but it's just, it's always kind of awkward for me. Sure, sure. Because I, I, I notice it. I'm hyper aware to that. Um, all in all, final recommendation for me, definitely see it. See yeah. it. At home, see it in theater, wait to see it later. Uh, it's a great movie. I think it there truly has something for everyone. If you love action stuff, there's stuff in there. If you love character stuff, there's stuff in there. You love themes, there's stuff in there. You love big ideas, small ideas, funny movies, serious movies, literally anything. You can see it in there. Um, so it comes with a confident thumbs up for me, which is rare. <laughs> yeah, it is rare. I'm really happy to hear that because I I definitely really enjoyed it. I don't think that like I think Soul is still my favorite kind of Disney related release so far for obvious reasons and we talked all about that. Um but this was such a pleasant surprise uh for to start off this 2021 animation year. So, yeah, I I would also agree go see it. Um, if you can do so safely in theaters, I think that would be a great option because this is a, a kind of epic adventure that is deserving of an epic view. Um, and if not, and you can watch it on Disney Plus now, like go ahead and do it. So, yeah, I agree. Definitely, definitely uh, everyone should go see this movie. All right. Well, you mentioned Raya kicking off our 2021. So let's talk a little bit about what we can expect next. We got Pixar's Luca coming out in June, which we have 
I think a couple trailers for now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another one where I'm a little skeptical at this <laughs> point in time, uh, but I, I love a, a mustache cat. Yes. We've also got Disney's Encanto coming out in November of this year. Welcome back, Lin-Manuel Miranda, to our lives. (laughs) Daddy Lin's back. back, everybody. (laughs) After hiatus, we get him in the Heights in the summer, and then we get him in in Encanto in November. Going to be awesome. Next year, we've got Turning Red, Pixar movie, written and directed by Domi Shi of Bao fame. Going to be epic. (laughs) teenage girl turns into a red panda and she gets embarrassed <laughs> it seems so weird but i just know i just know it's gonna be brilliant yeah. it's gonna be great yeah Come, coming in march and then we got buzz Lightyear, which no one needs <laughs> in june 2022 but one thing i forgot to mention in the experience of me going to the movie theater i got a disney short oh you did which you don't get no you don't get on Disney Plus. This short is coming out in June, so y'all have to wait a few months to see it. I won't really like break it down too much because it's incredible Whoa. and it's incredibly simple. It's like if I just say what it's about, like that's it. Okay. I, I will have explained the whole thing okay. to you. Okay. But it's called us it's called Us Again, and it is one of my favorites ever. Wow. It's, it's so good. Wow. I'm yeah. excited for that. So it, it's classic animated short. Love it. It's great. All right. Well, do y'all agree with this? If you've seen Raya, please hit us up. Send us an email. Hit us up on social media, Discord, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anything. Uh, We'd love to hear from you if you agree on this. Um, Our our general positive review of Raya and the Last Dragon. If y'all haven't checked out our Most Turnt Disney Boy (laughs) podcast episode we released a few weeks ago, go check it out. Uh, We've got some great stuff coming for you this spring, and uh, we'll catch you all next week.